1: Biggest winners and losers from the first week of NFL Free Agency. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer. And before we get to the biggest winners and losers, uh, I think we're going to have one among the uh, transactions that we saw this weekend. And I think the, the biggest news from this weekend, Brandon Cooks traded to the Cowboys. The Texans got a 2023 fifth rounder and a 2024 sixth rounder. Gave up very little. Brandon Cooks a little contract juggling to make it work, but he's with the Cowboys. Now he's got Dak Prescott, a big upgrade at quarterback, but he's going to be the number two target there. What do you think of this trade?
2: Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks is a free agency winner because this has a chance to revive his career a little bit. The last two years have been disappointing. You know, 2021 was okay, but it was nothing really special. He was not a top 20 wide receiver on a per game basis. And then last year he was basically wide receiver 40 on a per game basis. Uh, I think he had under 60 yards in 10 of 13 games, something like that. So uh, I think you know if he were still on Houston, would have I'd have very little faith in him. The question is: Is Brandon Cooks still a good player who was just you know dealing with bad circumstances for a couple years, or is this Allen Robinson going from the Bears to the Rams? Oh, it's going to be so much better for him. But actually, he was just kind of washed up. I don't know, but I do think Brandon Cooks is worth a mid-round pick, maybe round six or seven. I'm not going to go crazy for him, uh, but I think he could get back to being something like wide receiver twenty if everything goes
1: right. Any. Any impact on CeeDee Lamb's value in your eyes? I don't
2: think so, especially if they don't fill tight end at all. Uh, I just think Michael Gallup will be very much a number three, four receiver for the Cowboys. I think Lamb will be fine. The only thing that would b- bother me is if they get really run heavy, but I don't see that happening. What about you? I, I thought about that, but I, I think Lamb's fine.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to change it much. Like the concern I have, I guess, would be like maybe with Mike McCarthy taking over as the play caller for the Cowboys instead of Kellen Moore, maybe they will be a little less pass heavy than they've been. And maybe they'll spread the ball a little, but no Dalton Schultz. You know, I I think it's going to be a situation where Ceedee lamb's still going to get 130 plus targets. And he's been efficient enough in his career that I think he's going to be, you know, probably more like a fringe wide receiver one than like a, no doubt about it, elite guy. But I think I'll still be very, very good. We actually did just get some breaking news. It's, Amazing to get breaking news during the course of a five minute oh, podcast, yeah. but yeah, the timing really was fortuitous. Here we got Adam Thielen going to the Panthers on a three year deal. Uh, obviously, they needed someone to step up and replace DJ Moore, but you know he's going to be playing with the number one overall pick at QB, presumably. Any interest in Adam Thielen at this point in his career? Yeah, I guess so. I would put him behind. I'd put him
2: behind Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much avoiding the Panthers. I, I do like Miles Sanders. I think he'll get mm-hmm. a lot of work, but this is probably going to be a pretty bad offense. But yeah, Thielen, if I said uh seven, eight or something like that for Brandon cooks, I think Thielen's like round eight, not round nine.
1: Yeah. I think that's fine that you take him as like your wide receiver four matchup guy. Maybe he, you know, gets back to finding the end zone, although with a rookie quarterback, they typically don't throw from any touchdowns. So I think it's unlikely he's like an every week starter, but can still have some value as a, you know, a bench piece for you. Let's move on to the winners and losers. We did have a couple of other moves that I think we could fold into that, but Mike is to the Patriots. I think he's a loser as a result of this. You know, we saw Hunter Henry and, and John U Smith get traded there a couple of years ago, and it was just a, a total bust for both of them. I don't think there's much value in that offense anyway. And then Deontay Foreman of the Bears, do you think Khalil Herbert looked like a winner early on in free agency when the Bears didn't add anybody, but with Deontay Foreman there, where does he fall?
2: So I think he, he was a winner when they got rid of, when they didn't re-sign Montgomery, but then he's less of a winner now, as you were saying. But I think overall Khalil Herbert's still a winner because there's Deontay Foreman is certainly not a three-down back. So you got nobody for third down, maybe, maybe. Right now we'll see if they add somebody. I still think Herbert's got a good chance to win that job and, and mm-hmm. keep Foreman in a complimentary role. So he's not as big of a winner as he could have been. You know, Jamie was talking about maybe Khalil Herbert being around two or three pick, and I totally get it if they hadn't signed Deontay. For they didn't do anything yeah. right, but now I think you're looking more like around five pick. And let's see what they're saying. But small deal for Foreman. Herbert, I think is the is the younger, fresher future, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's
1: good. So I, I think he can win that job and get most of the work. And it's going to be a good rushing offense. You know, they should have a lot of opportunities there. So I think it's value up from where he was last year for sure. Probably value down from, you know, 48 hours ago when we are recording this. But uh, I do have Justin Fields as a winner with the addition of DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is... You know, you know me and Heath uh, Cummings. We love DJ Moore. We're big fans of his skill set. I think he's one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL. He can fill all kinds of roles, and I think that's exactly what Chicago needed. He's someone who can stretch the field or move the chains. I really love that addition. I'm not saying it's going to be like Stephon Diggs for Josh Allen, but you know, it's the it's in the same direction. I think Justin Fields is going to take a step forward as a passer this year. Uh, you got any other winners? Tony Pollard is
2: the the obvious winner, I think, um, if you want something. Until the draft. We'll see. We'll see. Either way, I think he's proven himself to the point where he's going to get. He deserves work. If they're using the franchise tag on him and spending $10 million on a running back, mm-hmm. he's going to be treated like the number one running back. Uh, so he's a winner. And this guy, we kind of agree, is not a winner or a loser. But I think it's worth talking about Darren Waller because he was maybe the biggest name on the move for free agents. Mm-hmm. He and more. Uh, I think it's neutral, but I think the move to the Giants gives him a higher floor. Uh, no, uh, sorry, a higher ceiling, but a lower floor. With Garoppolo, I feel like he would have been just kind of, you know, fine, tight end five, something like that. I think he's got a chance to be really good with the Giants mm-hmm. or pretty bad with the Giants. <laughs>
1: so, yep. Yeah. I could see him getting back to 1100 yards. I could see like 50 catches for 70, 700 yards, you know? Yeah. Like, I think there's that kind of range. What about a, a loser? I think there's one obvious one that we've seen based on the signing so far. What do you think? Juju's a loser to me just sure. because he has very little upside on the Patriots. I think the best
2: case scenario is something like wide receiver 24. So he'll be, a you know, he's fine. But he's a loser to me. He, he needed to go to a place where he had a real opportunity for huge targets, and he does, yep. did not do that.
1: Yeah, he'll be the number one guy there, but the volume's going to be low enough that, yeah, I agree with you. He's We've seen Jacoby Myers be fine for fantasy, but not someone you'd get excited about. I think that's the same exact thing for Judas Smith-Schuster. And I, I think the biggest loser is probably DeAndre Swift so far uh, with the Lions making a big sign. Completely blanked on who they signed, if you want to. David Montgomery. David Montgomery, that was the one. A, a three-down skill set, if not a three-down you know, player in this offense. But clearly, DeAndre Swift's still going to be in a time share. It's possible that he starts losing third-down snaps, which was really the only thing he had going for him last year in this offense. If David Montgomery's getting a lot of the goal line work and some of the third-down work, I think neither one of them might be a starter. But I, I might prefer David Montgomery at this point we've got to wait and see what they say and what we see. It is. I mean, he's obviously a loser, especially from a
2: dynasty standpoint. It just says mm-hmm. to me they don't trust the yep. miss Swift to be a workhorse.
1: All right. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk some more prospects with Emory hunt and more free agency stuff the rest of the week. We'll see you then.
0: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you,